As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. Hey, dude, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media that we decide if they should be remembered for all of human history or tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me, you better watch out for those crazy old cacti, it's... Yeah, hell. Are we going to have to deal with this, uh, your hey dudeisms the whole time? I, I actually can't see you in Skype, I just now realized, but oh, that's for the best, I think. Okay, well, I'll just fix that for you, but watch out. Oh. I might be one of those crazy jackrabbits. <laughs> Is it working now? <laughs> yeah, it's working. <laughs> not, it's not working as well as the, uh, the charisma between the two of us, of course. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> But, I mean, if I can't do the isms now, when am I ever going to get a chance to do them again? I mean, if you were on a date with, uh, you know, first time ever with some uh, lady and started busting out the hey dude isms, I mean, they're probably not going to fly. Or would they? Wait, I, yeah, I would assume that they're not going to fly. Anyway, Steve, uh, yeah, uh, dating pro tip, don't don't use hey dudeisms. I mean, if you really like the show and, you know, like you're uh you're looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with and they have to be a hey dude fan, I mean, you'd probably want to open with it, I'd imagine, right? Uh I I think I feel like this is something you want to slow walk them into. <laughs> I don't know. Hey dude is pretty uh No, it's I... not a bad show, or right? it's not like like some weird creepy show or anything like that but uh like twin peaks I, I just don't think it should be part of your first date opening salvo is oh no i i agree completely but hey you know i was at hey dude con <laughs> it's like 20... in star trek <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i assume you open every date like speaking full-on klingon full-on klingon uh, that sounds that should have been the name of our band you know <laughs> uh there probably is like some kind of band out there named full-on Klingon. Yeah, but uh, anyway, enough about the Klingons. Uh, we are here to discuss the Hey Dude uh, pilot, and uh, we might as well just go ahead and get it out of the way. What is your experience uh, with Hey Dude? Did you watch it? Uh, tell me about it. Oh, yeah. I, wa I have watched every episode of Hey Dude when it was uh, on uh tv uh yeah and i i liked it a lot back in the day and i think i told you that i thought we had covered this because mm -hmm. i randomly watched this episode uh sometime last year um and, it, and i somehow thought that like we had covered it but i guess i just of my own volition chose to watch it but uh yeah what about you what was your uh your history i definitely watched it as well uh, i don't think i watched it as diligently as you did like, I remember... That's why you're not a senior staff member. <laughs> of Hey Dude? <laughs> or of Obscurity? That was like a big plot point in this episode oh, about, like, Ted. Wow. He kept saying that. He, oh, my yeah. God. Did you watch it, Steve? Uh, yeah, I have watched... Maybe, I, is Hey Dude too cerebral for you? All you remember is the Hey Dude. <laughs> well, 
All you remember is the theme song. I will say that Hey Dude is not as edgy as some of the uh, earlier Nickelodeon content. Uh, it's, I mean, we've only other ever other covered um, the Salute Your Shorts and not enough fat rogue ass in here for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a problem. I did put that in my notes. I said, uh, you, you... "Great episode, but not enough juicy rogue ass." Yeah, funny enough, uh, this week, uh, a buddy of mine, fellow YouTuber Stika, like, somehow, like, in a group chat where it, it came up or whatever, and he was like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. Like, her ass was flat all the time in the original show, and he, like, started pulling up screenshots from the original show, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing, he's, like, the said that, like, the, he had, like, the side-by-side comparison of the new Gambit's face and the old Gambit's mm-hmm. face. He's like, this is what people should be mad about, and... Oh my God, the new Gambit's face, it really is like terrible. Ooh, I haven't noticed. Man, I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, but uh, so, well, you remember old Gambit's sure. face. Sure. Right? I mean, it looks just uh, like from the, the, the Jim Lee one, basically. Yeah. Well, well, I know I know our viewers won't be able to see it, but uh, in Skype, I'm dropping you this comparison mm-hmm. and you can see like what they've done to our boy. They, they took Ooh, out like the side. Uh, what the f- Parts of the mask. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> they kept the same eyebrows, but like now he doesn't have the black because he used to have black eyes with red pupils, and now he's just got like beautiful hazel eyes. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. And yeah, he doesn't have like the you know the weird gambit eyes anymore either. They're just like uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He he has regular eyes instead of the the red and black gambit eyes, and his mask isn't like covering his cheeks anymore. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna drop the, so, that uh, that picture in the Obscuratron when we get there. Um, yeah, funny enough though, they they managed to keep his exact same nose, <laughs> exact same mouth. <laughs> like when you look at these, like. Is uh, the bridge of his nose is the same too? Like they went out of their way to keep so much stuff the same, but then they like changed the two most, you know, recognizable mm-hmm. things about him. Mm-hmm. Real strange. It is a it's an odd choice for sure. But no, you are absolutely right because after our uh, um, episode last Sunday, I just put on um, the original X Men cartoon just and sort of just been watching a few episodes here and there. And yeah, you're right. Like they're all pretty flat assed in that. <laughs> like so, every, the entire internet has been obsessing about one, just one frame where they decided to give some uh, some definition to Rogue. But I can't believe we're talking about it. I would say it's the entire internet. It, it, it's a very specific group of people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so back to back to Hey Dude. Um, yeah, I rem- remember. Basically, I feel like Hey Dude would come on like at the like when i would come home from school hey dude would be on i would kind of roll my eyes because like as i said hey dude wasn't as edgy or in your face as a salute your shorts or even a clarissa explains it all that's weird i just lost what what did you lose everything no no i I couldn't hear you for like 10 seconds but it's back okay um and uh and yeah it would be and also it reminded me of like the westerns that my dad watched so i would see that hey dude was on and i would be disappointed but i would still watch it and then by the end of the episode i'd be like okay that was uh that was pretty good and then i remember they would also have like hey dude marathons sometimes i guess during the summer on the weekends or something and i'd I'd end up watching him i don't know if i Loved it, but I liked it enough to continue watching it. So I would say 
I was always a little lukewarm on uh, Hey Dude, um, but I was interested to see if it was going to uh, hold up or not here in uh, 2024. So should we dive a little bit uh, deeper into Hey Dude? Ugh, that sounds weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I, I do remember, too, though, that with Hey Dude, basically the last season was like way better than all the other seasons. Um, Man, I don't think I ever I, made I, it that far. Like, what are some things that you remember about the last season, just to see if it jogs my memory? Um, I remember, like, that they had a finale that was, I think it's the finale. I think it's called, like, War. Let me let me make, let me see. <laughs> War. Misremembering this. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like, the finale was, like, a capture the flag game um, that was, like, the new, like, because, you know, obviously the original cast is getting older now mm. and they had like new kids working at the ranch or something like that. So it was like they did like a flag football game or mm -hmm. something or some kind of capture the flag game mm -hmm. or something like that. I remember that episode being pretty good. Um, I remember uh, that they have one episode in the last season where they convinced Ted that uh, he's shrinking. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah, I just remember like it, it was just like getting like real. It just got like real zany, uh, how, but in a good. How way. about that hilarious episode where uh, um, Ted and Brad finally had sex, and then she had to go get an abortion? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I mean, I was gonna save it for when I covered the cast, mm -hmm. but the actress that played uh, Brad, mm -hmm. Debbie, wait, that's not her, uh, Kelly Brown. Mm -hmm. Um, the only other thing she did besides this was something called Danger Zone 4, <laughs> Mad Girls, Bad Girls. And she did it So it was, she did it right after Hey Dude in 92. And uh, let me just read you the description. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Wade Olsen finds himself deep into Danger Zone when seven angry women kidnap him and take him into the desert away from the law. Sex is their weapon. <laughs> Revenge is their motive. Join these mad, bad girls for a wild ride into the danger zone. Wow. Uh, so, okay, is this like a uh, Skinamax softcore porn, or is it more like a Girls Gone Wild kind of thing? Even though I know this definitely predates that. Uh, help us out here. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess this might have been like straight to video because it's just because it it's not rated. Boner? Uh, it's an hour and 22 Boner minutes. Boner comedy? Huh? I, I, Steve, I... Everything that I that description I read mm -hmm. to you is all I know. About oh, I figured you did a deep dive into Danger Zone Four. But what I do think is funny is that there is one review on IMDb for it, and it says the last film in the series is the <laughs> the, the title. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's I I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll maybe we'll look into it in the in the future one day, but. Uh, this was rated, funny enough, that Danger Zone thing. It was rated 6.5 mm -hmm. on IMDb. And the episode of Hey Dude We Watched Today, 6.0. Oh. So <laughs> according to the public, our follow-up was better. Oh, man. That's hilarious. All right. Well, I'm intrigued. Uh, we're going to dive a little deeper into Danger Zone and Hey Dude coming up. <laughs> Welcome to your feature presentation. You better watch out for that crazy old danger zone. <laughs> 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 oh, you love it. You love it. 
All right. So, uh, Hey Dude is an American Western comedy series that was broadcast from 1989 to 1991 on the Nickelodeon Network for a teenage audience. Betrayed the lives of the new ranch owner of the fictional Bar Nun Ranch, his son, a female ranch hand, and up to six teenage summer employees. The show had five seasons, each with 13 half-hour episodes, which makes 65 episodes in total. Uh, so, do you even did you even remember Buddy, Mr. Ernest's son? I oh yeah oh man yeah. I. I guess, yeah. I mean, you're you're the dude head here. You're the duder because I, yeah, I I completely I'm forgot the about the senior him. staff member <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, we are watching uh, the pilot, season one, episode one, which is titled "Day One at the Bar Nun Ranch." Now, when you were watching this, did you, uh, or I guess you previously watched it? I don't know, a couple of months ago, or maybe you watch it on a regular basis. I, I don't know what you people do. But uh, did, you people, <laughs> you, you duders. <laughs> uh, but uh, like, did it? Um, did that pilot come back to you? Because I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen the pilot before. Uh, I'm sorry, have I ever seen this? Before? Like, yeah, I mean, do you remember before. watching it when it previously, when it originally aired? Is what I'm asking. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I watched this multiple times. Like you said, they would do. Um, Re, uh, not reruns. I mean, yes, they would rerun it, but they would also do like marathons sometimes uh, of it. So you know, and it's it's the '90s. You you watch whatever comes on. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely right, especially on those like boring summer weekends. I feel like that's when Hey Dude. I'll, I feel you know how like uh, they relegated Salute Your Shorts to like weekends only. I feel like the same thing happened to Hey Dude, but I couldn't find any uh, evidence to back that up. Um, well, I, I think it was more like you said, like they used to like run marathons. Like I feel like they went through like a couple years of like on the weekends you'd either get a Hey Dude marathon, salute your shorts, or like Wild and Crazy Kids. I remember they used to run a bunch of those too. Absolutely. Um, now Wild and Crazy Kids. Now there's a there's a song. <laughs> what, 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 wild and <laughs> Crazy Kids. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> I wonder if that's the same uh, voiceover artist who does the uh, look out for them killer cacti and uh, <laughs> what, 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 Wild and Crazy Kids. It, it, it's it's just like a crazy uh, janitor <laughs> at Nickelodeon Studios. That they secretly record. They just came in uh, after the weekend one Monday and they were like. Did you record this? Like, no, no. Did you? And they look over and they're like, Hector. <laughs> he just winks yeah. at them <laughs> and then mysteriously vanishes. But uh, <laughs> so uh, the synopsis for the pilot is as follows, and it is a poorly written synopsis from IMDb, but here it is nonetheless. When horse crazy Bradley arrives at the Bar Nun Ranch, everyone thinks she's a great guest. Ted McGriff's efforts to impress Bradley backfire. <laughs> Horse crazy Bradley. Did you think about that when you when you first saw Bradley in this? You're like, look at that girl. She's so horse crazy. Uh, no, no. Uh, her initial outfit, though, man, it's ridiculous. oh, there's a lot of ridiculous outfits in this. I'm I'm just sad no one wore an actual no fear shirt. Uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe they weren't. A... Well, well, Ted is kind of like a living. No he is. Shirt. He's a walking can of surge that Ted. Um, and that's why we <laughs> love him. 
But uh, anyway, this show was created by Dee LaDuke. She is also the creator of basically all the Double Dare shows, the original Super Sloppy and Family Double Dare. Also the creator of another game show called Finders Keepers, which I don't remember at all. Um, she also wrote a few regular shows. She doesn't, she doesn't just do game shows and uh, Hey Dude, apparently. Uh, Girlfriends and Designing Women, and that is basically it for her. And this was directed by Ross K. Bagwell. They call him K-Bag to his friends. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Ross K. Bagwell Jr. And uh, he did 35 episodes of Hey Dude, something called Dance Line, and the producer of Roller Jam. Do you remember Roller Jam? Uh, was that like one of those like rollerblading competition shows, like roller derby or whatever? That's exactly what it is. Good job. That wasn't the one that was hosted by like where Macho Man was like one of the announcers. Yeah, I didn't dive too deep. Commentators could be. <laughs> Feel free to look through it while I talk about the writer here. One uh, Alan Goodman. Uh, he wrote 26 episodes of Hey Dude, 41 episodes of The Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. And three episodes of Clarissa Explains It All. So he was Mr. Nickelodeon there for a while. Um, so uh, that's pretty much uh, going to do it for me. Um, who are some of the thespians who brought Hey Dude to life? All right. So uh, first off, we have the most successful, at least from an acting point of view, cast member Christine Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays, oops, I just lost, uh, she plays Melody. Um, I think most people would recognize her if they saw her. She's been in a bunch of movies, Zoolander, Dodgeball, The Wedding Singer. She was in the Brady movie. She was like Marsha. She was, um, Sally Sitwell in Arrested Development, one of my favorite (laughs) shows of all time. Love, love that show. Um, but yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff and you'll notice that Ben Stiller is in a lot of things that she's in because she married. Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. who is a huge Star Trek fan. I don't know if you knew nice. that. He's gone on uh, several Star Trek podcasts to discuss uh, his obsession with it. Well, good for him, I guess. <laughs> I mean, great, great. I'm happy for you, man. There, there we go. That's yeah. good. Uh, so anyways, up next we have Joe Torres, who plays Danny. Uh, he's supposed to be like a Native American guy. And I do remember that they like lean into it quite a bit bit at first and i'm not quite sure how accurate it was or wasn't the information um i don't know if they had like a because joe himself is mexican-american right. the actor he's not native american mm-hmm. as far as i can tell um but uh yeah he was after before hey dude he did something called uh the human tornado he was sounds like a in the background as a martial arts fighter. It looks like it's like a, might be like a black. Oh, that's a movie. Rudy Ray Moore film. Oh, I, he was in that. Yeah, it is Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. man. That movie is hilarious. Actually, I have this trailer playing like a uh, muted, of course. And yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks kind of oh, fun. If you've actually. never seen Rudy Ray Moore movie. Uh, we've got to cover some. They are hilarious. They're awesome. All right. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, but anyways, after Hey Dude, he retreated into private life. There's actually a lot of mystery around what happened to him. Uh, the, the cast doesn't seem to know. Um, there's like been reports of sightings of him at some <laughs> casino. Like uh, I remember that episode of sightings. Like 10 years that ago. Was completely uh, all about Joe Torres. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
There's also a Joe Torres working at a Toyota dealership in Tucson that looks a lot like him. I think it might be him, but there was also a rumor that he died in 2004 of like some kind of liver disease. But um, yeah, no, no one really knows what, what happened to him, where he's at. He doesn't seem to have any kind of social media presence. So, uh, you know, he, he's a mystery. Wait, I, I see what happened here. The um, ancient aliens, the Aztecs, they came and sucked him up and took him to the Aztec planet. Oh, I... I thought maybe he didn't watch out for that cat. No, and, uh, see, see, thanks for getting on the train. I knew you'd join eventually. <laughs> All right. Moving right along, uh, we've got Josh Teigl, who plays Buddy. Um, that is the son of... This, this is the only thing he ever did, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, he's like the youngest of the cast. I guess he's supposed to be like, what, like 12, 13 yeah. maybe, while everyone little, else is like... little Bart 17, Simpson, yeah. Yeah, well, he's the son of Mr. Ernst, who is played by David Brisbane, um, who I would say is the second most successful uh, actor out of the bunch here. Mm-hmm. He's been in quite a few things. He's one of those guys that you recognize his face. Uh, Aaron Brockovich, Leaving Las Vegas, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Twin Peaks, ah! Firewalk with me, <laughs> Twin Peaks, The Missing Pieces. Is, it, is this doing it for you, oh, Steve? I'm so erect. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, he's been in uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh, then we've got uh, Debbie Coleman, who plays um, Lucy. Uh, she's like the older. I mean, she's probably supposed to be what, like forties, maybe early fifties at most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's kind of like another staff member who's like acts as well an adult. She's been in a few things, but nothing of note. Like eight things all together. I got uh, uh, Jane Lynch vibes from her. Uh... I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she does have an appearance in an upcoming episode of Snap. Hmm. Uh, okay. So Good there, for her. So there's something. If you love uh, people's horrific murders being monetized, uh, well, <laughs> you have something to look forward to. <laughs> well said. You just completely shat on the true crime genre. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I watch, I've watched quite a bit of true crime, mm. and I've been trying not to lately because I, because after all, I'm like, you know, this really is like, Especially when the families aren't involved in the production whatsoever, sure. the victims. The, it does really. It is kind of like ah, we're monetizing murder and so like there's something not quite. Oh, right. I loathe. I don't. I wouldn't say I loathe it, but yeah, true crime like the podcasts and whatever. They're just not for me. I prefer crime fiction. They usually have a better third act. But anyway. Yeah, I. I but yeah, I mean, I have to. I mean, I have watched a, a lot of Snap and a lot of other. Uh, shows like like so you're part of the problem i am part of the problem i'm part of the problem steve uh so if i'm murdered feel free to monetize watch out for them true Um, crime podcasts (laughs) (laughs) all right uh then we've got david lasher who plays ted uh he was did you ever watch the show blossom yeah 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 all right well he was Vinny in blossom 48 episodes oh good for him uh, he was also a producer uh, on a few TV shows. He was in a few episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. He was in a TV show called The Other Two last uh, year. Um, so even though he doesn't have like a ton, ton of work, uh, you know, he pops in every once in a no. while. Actually, he was also on 48. What's that? I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, was there ever any kind of a reason as to why he left? Like, hey, dude, like after like the second season, does it say? 
Uh, no, I didn't look into it. I actually, I, I thought he came he back. He did. He did come back. But, I mean, he must have left for, oh, right. It's because of, uh, he had to go do Brad's abortion. That's why he left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guess is, well, he did, yeah, he only, he only missed one season. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to see what he had in his IMDb. The only thing I can think of is Hey Dude came out in 1989. I mean, he has a TV movie that comes out in 91. He was getting other stuff, so maybe he just thought he was going to become like yeah. a movie star mm-hmm. or something because he was getting a few things here and sure. there. I could see that. But uh, anyways, what I was going to say is he was also on a ton of episodes, 48 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So mm. actually, he didn't do too bad for no, himself. No, not at all. All right, and I think that I covered everybody in the uh, cast here. Yeah, I believe you did. Um, so, yeah, no Star Trek connections uh, uh, this week, but, yeah, that is our cast. <laughs> Just one uh, mysterious disappearance. <laughs> We're yes, slowly going to yeah. turn it into a, a true crime podcast ourselves. and, and Hey, then maybe our uh, downloads <laughs> will go up. But, uh, all right, are you uh, ready to talk through this thing? Let's do it. So we are outside in the desert, daytime, and Ted, a fresh-faced youth, haphazardly sits at the back of a moving truck as it careens over a desert road. Uh, The truck stops, and Ted gets out. He thanks the driver, who basically should be played by Sam Elliott. He's got the handlebar mustache uh, and everything. Mm -hmm. He's got that look, yeah. And... um, Ted thanks him for the for the ride, and the driver's like, no problem, Ted. That was the best roadhead I've ever gotten in my life, which is really edgy. I'm surprised they uh, kept that in. I mean, Yeah, and you said like this show wasn't as edgy as other ones. I don't know what you need to get your rocks on these days, Steve. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Ted walks up to a large building with a sign on it that says, Welcome to the Bar Nun Ranch. Uh, and he basically announces to no one that he's back, which uh, I think it's fun uh, because it already shows that, you know, Ted has a has a big ego. He's expecting everyone to be like, oh, hey, Ted, hey, welcome back. But but no one's there, but he's going to go ahead and announce yeah. it anyway. I, I will say, even though I, I, I found like some of the dialogue clunky in this episode, but they do a good job of establishing the characters and their personalities uh, pretty early on, you know, real similar to salute your shorts. I do a good job of like explaining who these people are pretty. Quickly. Absolutely. Uh, a limo pulls up, the door opens and a, uh, young, well-dressed woman exits the back. Uh, this is Brad, even though they don't say her name or anything. Uh, Ted tries to take her bags because, uh, she, uh, or he assumes that she is a guest. Um, and then it's weird. He once again offers her roadhead, but she, she just moves on. Like it's, can't believe they did that so uh yeah it's so strange so strange (laughs) ted follows and says he's a a senior staffer um because when he first entered the building there was like a bulletin board he like took out the letter and that's uh that would announce to him that he is now senior staff he explains to her that it's a big deal and uh he like starts walking backwards for some reason and ends up falling in a water trough uh which I don't know. I guess is supposed to be funny, but I uh, really didn't <laughs> really didn't do it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess like it, it does become like an ongoing bit because he 
uh, is it once or two I think more it's times? Like three that he times up. he falls into this trough. Yeah, he ends up. So I mean, I, I get what they were going for. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. It, well, the, the, also the reason why this one didn't do it for me, it's like the way they shot it that they blocked it was pretty bad because he's like walking backwards as she's talking to him, and you don't see a trough or anything behind him, mm. and there never was, <laughs> and they just kind of like. They they edit him kind of like oh I'm falling and then they cut to what is clearly like a different area mm-hmm. where now there's the trough you know like the lighting is completely different there's like no trees anymore behind them like so yeah right I don't know what that was about <laughs> it's like the uh, the ranch like just magically created the trough for him to fall in um, or is something along those lines it's a, it's a Cronenberg thing you wouldn't understand all right so the hey dude theme plays. And uh, what do you think of the Hey Dude theme? Oh, I love the Hey Dude mm-hmm. theme. Uh, I think it fits the show really great. It's really catchy. The lyrics are very memorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you won't shut <laughs> up. I, I wish actually the song was a little worse. <laughs> so that you wouldn't have been quoting it both before and during the podcast. Uh but yeah, like, like, what do you think about it? I'm sure you like it. It is a great theme song, and I would say it's one of those that has uh, lived in the back of my mind uh, since I heard it all the way back in the early 90s. And yeah, that I did, I think I might have forgotten all about that weird announcer voice, but, uh, but man, did it, uh, <laughs> it's back, baby. And it's not yeah, going and, and anywhere. It's so funny because it, it's like there's like two vocals on the song. Like one of them is like a guy just singing the song, which is and the song is catching up on its own. But then what really, really does it is the second guy doing the vocal that the guy talking who's like the singing guy will like sing like yippee ki yay And then the, the second guy's like yippee ki what? <laughs> and then the singing guy responds like the cowboy sing, sing it again now. <laughs> But yeah, I, I it sounds terrible the way we're uh, no 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 describing we're, it, we're but doing uh, it, it it's good justice. We're doing it better even. No, we're not. It reminds not. me of um, the Cowboys of Moon Mesa theme actually, just because they're both country sort of twangy uh, in style. Yeah, I, I could see that. Like if the Moon Mesa theme was good, the Moon yeah. Yeah, the Moon Mesa theme was good. It was the rest of the show that stunk. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but moving on. So uh, we see a Danny. He's uh, we're inside a bunk now, and uh, and we see Danny wearing a tie dye shirt because I think I remember in the early '90s where like tie dye had a comeback for a minute there. Do you remember? Yeah, um, I sure do. Did you notice though the shirt also that Ted is wearing? Um, let's see. I think I um, uh, wrote it down here. It's a Billabong shirt. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right up there with no fear. I'd say not as ridiculous, but um, definitely. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, they didn't have like stupid, you know, <laughs> sayings uh, for insecure men on it, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. Philosophy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But um, but yeah, like it, it had like you know that classic Billabong surfer design or whatever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which... Uh, but yeah, but both. Very much shirts of the time. Oh, 100%. So uh, Ted enters, and they do one of the most ridiculous handshakes I've uh, I've ever seen on <laughs> ever recorded. Uh, Ted, um, again, offers the road head, but Danny says no thanks. Um, Danny gives him some homemade bread, and uh, Ted tells Danny about uh, Brad, that he saw Brad earlier, um, that... Um, 
you know, he thinks that she's uh, hot, but uh, but then also says that, huh, check out this guest, like, you know, this, this city girl, she's never been around a horse in her entire life, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then he also mentions to Danny that he's a uh, senior staff. I think those were like the important parts of that scene. I- am I missing anything? Uh, yeah, I think you pretty much covered all the important points. I, I, so one thing I really like about this scene and really all the characters is like everybody, even Ted is likable. They, they don't, even though he's supposed to kind of be the, the one that's the pain in the ass, sure. you know, the quote, annoying one, th- he's still pretty likable. Mm. You know, and deep down he's a good guy. And they didn't do the typical thing they do on a lot of like kid shows where they make like, you know, two people just like not get along and be super mean and catty to each other just for the sake of creating drama. Right. Like, even though people give Ted a hard time about like him being like every five minutes, oh, I'm um uh senior staff. Mm. Everyone congratulates him earnestly, and then they immediately follow it up with well, uh, what is that anyway? You know, right, right. Well, and I'd also say uh, a big difference from the, uh, you know, the the whole create drama kind of thing is that I mean, it's clear that Danny and Ted uh, have a past that they already pretty much know each other and they were friends before anyway. Um, yes, I like that a lot too. Like everybody felt like they already knew each other, like they had a history. And again, despite uh, some of the dialogue is clunky, the cast has pretty good chemistry. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, they're all uh, pretty charismatic, and yeah, they definitely do a good job uh, feeding off uh, one yeah. another. Yeah, they, f- they feel like a bunch of old mm-hmm. friends. As we're about to see. Uh, so now, uh, Melody knocks uh, at the door, and uh, Ted and Danny hide. Then <laughs> she comes in, and they try to have like a three-way with her. <laughs> they- <laughs> yeah, this was weird. Like she, she knocks on the door. She's like, is everybody decent? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ted's like, oh, hold on a second. He hides behind the door. Danny says, okay, go ahead and come on in. And once Melody is in, so she walks in the door, she's facing Danny, and then Ted, who was behind the door, he comes up from around the door, and now he's behind her. She's in between them, and then they, like, slam into her and yell sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, I mean, that was... <laughs> And she's like, and then, and her response is like, oh no, we're not spending another summer of this again. Yeah, yeah, it's like they already did it once. And she's like, no, this, I already had a couple of three ways. I don't want another one. So, yeah, <laughs> it was real weird. Uh, like, I get it, uh, you know, they probably wanted to, it, it's like a prank. See, if this was Salute Your Shorts, it would have been way more elaborate. Like, the, the and there would be like, you know, eggs and slime and like gack involved and stuff. But I guess they didn't have the budget for that. So it's just like, eh, look, uh, all, all the, bu- all the budget went to making Ted look, uh, he got all the gross stuff. This episode. Yes. Oh, oh, falling in a, a water trough, uh, but he did get muddy later. But anyway, we'll get to that. No, And he got dirt, a bunch of dirt and sand on him and he gets thrown off the horse sure. and then he ends up in the mud again. Yeah. He does pull Bradley, Brad in there, but yep. And then it gets real erotic, but we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, maybe he just knew she was a mad, bad girl. Mm, absolutely. A horse crazy, I hear. Um, yeah. So- That's Danger Zone 5. <laughs> the fifth Danger Zone is uh, horses. I don't know what else. Oh, I'm God. So uh, Ted, uh, uh, once again, um, tells Melody that he's senior staff. Uh, they hear a ruckus going on outside. And so they do. And then they find uh, a horse. The horse's name is Rocket. I mean, pfft. Pretty cliche if you ask me, but uh, 
it's uh, freaking out and it's surrounded by a few other ranch hands trying to control it. Uh, this horse was going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit looked legit dangerous back <laughs> Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Uh, and so basically, uh, Lucy, the older, I guess, senior ranch hand, I'll, I don't know if that's her actual title, that, but that's basically what she is. She sees Ted, like, looking at the horse. Uh, they call her the ranch, ranch milf, the I believe. ranch milf. Uh, yeah. and, um, yeah, she sees Ted basically salivating over the horse, basically. And, uh, he, she says, no, Ted, I see what you're thinking. You can't ride that horse because the new owner says only horse wranglers can break in a new horse. Uh, and then a red Jeep pulls up. Inside is Mr. Ernest and he is uh, and his son. And they are basically the new owner of the Bar None Ranch. Mr. Ernest is uh, super excited. But uh, his son, uh, Buddy, he's just too extreme for a dude ranch. He's more concerned mm. about the fact that he doesn't see enough sidewalk to ride his cool skateboard on. Um, so what do you think about the introduction of Mr. Ernest here? Uh, it's fine. It's, you know, you kind of like your typical Nickelodeon uh, bumbling uh, adult in charge kind of character. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, pretty, uh, typical for the time. He's like a, he's like a Mr. Belding type. Sure. I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Where not, not that he's incompetent or anything like that per se, but just a little bit of a bumbling, not fool, but, uh, how would you describe it? I mean, I think you're on the right track. Uh, he's, de this is definitely a, a fish out of water. Uh, Mr. Ernest is cause he's basically a, um, I think they said he was an accountant, uh, basically, he's going yeah. through a midlife. He's from New York. He's going through a midlife crisis because he and uh, Brad or Buddy's mom have got a divorce, and so he decides he wants to buy the Bar None Ranch and I guess try to be a real man because he wasn't enough man for Buddy's mom. I guess at least that's the headcanon that I've got going on here. Come on, I know you're thinking it too. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, he's a, a sincere, I'd say a pretty sincere guy, not really like a hard ass. Yeah, more of a, a bumbling type. I don't even ever remember him like getting like angry or like cross with anyone, but it's been a long time since I have watched this show. Um, yeah, I don't really remember that either. You know, maybe at most like a stern talking sure. to um but yeah i i really don't recall him ever being like a straight up asshole i the, i remember him having like a few episodes uh, maybe it was more than a few where he has like a few zany schemes sure. um to like drum up interest in the ranch you know to get more guests and that kind of stuff um and and his son i think even says something about his dad always comes up with crazy yes, ideas or something he does he does say that a little uh, foreshadowing if you will so uh, Melody uh, enters the female bunk to find Brad already unpacking. That is, Brad is a woman. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever known any uh, women named Bradley in your time? Not Brad. I've met a few Michaels before. Huh. Well, um, that's that's a new one for me then. Um, but yeah, it, it's not as uncommon as you. Actually, funny enough, uh, one of the. Uh, the the captain on Star Trek oh, Discovery, yeah. her name is Michael. That's what I was thinking. But uh, I mean, that wasn't the first time I had I had heard it before. But all right, well, I mean, I just thought that was a odd, interesting choice, basically. But uh, anyway, Mel once again uh, thinks that Bradley is a guest, but Brad corrects her. Then they start talking about Ted. Uh, <laughs> this is years before the Bechtel test, everyone. So just please bear with them. Uh, 
Mel <laughs> offers her to borrow some clothes, but Brad is like, no thanks. <laughs> Which I thought that was funny because it makes uh it shows that, you know, Brad is a little uh a little stuck up. She's kind of your Ivy League yeah. snob, if you will. But also, uh, you know, it also sounds like she's I, I, I could see it that way and I I think that is what they meant, but it could also be taken like, oh, she is rich, so she brought plenty of all kinds of clothes and she just doesn't need any. But I think you're right, because even the way Melody reacted was kind of like, oh, okay. I think I remember uh, future episodes. There's like one where uh, I think Ted and Brad, they get uh, lost in the desert or something. And Brad is a real sort of priss about the whole thing, Uh, at least if I remember correctly. But uh, anyway, so now we're outside. It's daytime. Uh, Melody is chatting with Mr. Ernest. Uh, tells basically she tells him where everything is. Mr. Ernest has no idea where anything is. Melden leaves, and uh, Mr. Ernest decides to touch a cactus. Um, I mean, it's a, I guess this is the start of the 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 a lot of bumbling stuff for Mr. Ernest. Uh, it's a little a mm-hmm. uh, little cartoony, but I mean, it serves, I guess, the the tone of uh, "Hey, dude, here." What do you think? Yeah, and it's a kid show, sure. you know. Um, but yeah, like like this is when like the whole like um, bumbling thing starts, like you said, and then like he can't like figure out where his office is, and um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's like you said, a little cartoonish for sure. So a cut to uh, Buddy walks with uh, Ted and Danny. Buddy tells us his mom and dad are divorced. And um, they and he also mentions that they're from New York. Uh, Buddy then moves along to go do something else. And Ted zeroes in on Brad. So, yeah, uh, Ted is definitely our uh, Zach Morris apex sexual predator in this show, if you will. <laughs> uh, I could definitely see um, Ted and Zach uh, hanging out. <laughs> talking about their conquests uh at some point uh yeah but ted uh tells brad he's gonna show her how a real cowboy rides and then uh ted attempts to ride the uh, rocket from before and he almost gets trampled by the horse um but uh brad she helps scare the horse away she like flings her arms around like that and um Ted apologizes and says it won't happen again because the next time he will ride that horse. What did you think about that whole, uh, whole scene there? Almost getting trampled. Um, it was fine. I mean, this is all like pretty, uh, predictable at this, uh, you know, point in the story. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's fine. You know, like eventually like someone's going to break the horse, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's probably not going to be Ted. <laughs> right. I do like, though, that he's so hard-headed that he uh, doubles down. Um, I also like the way that it was uh, shot. It actually felt like Ted was in some uh, some real danger. Uh, I mean, which is was the best they could do at the time, anyway. Uh, yeah. So Mr. Ernest shows up and asks Ted why his clothes are so dirty. And... Uh, I don't know. These are I don't know about you, but I find a lot of the the humor in this pretty uh, pretty eye rolling. Um, but they're trying. It is the pilot after all. Uh, Mr. Ernest says, uh, but basically they come up with um, an excuse. Is this when they say, "Oh, he has to"? They are they're breaking in the breaking. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I will say, I I mean, I thought this wasn't like particularly funny either. 
But I do like that earlier we saw Mr. Ernst talking about breaking in his boots Mm -hmm. and he's been having trouble breaking his boots. So like you can kind of, you know, go, go along with, okay, he might buy this because he doesn't know anything about like, you know, cowboy life or ranch life. And he's trying to break in his boots. So he's like, he might think, okay, yeah, I guess you got to break in your ranch clothes too. (laughs) Right. And then it just gets even more ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Ernest said, and Danny keeps like throwing dirt on, uh, on Ted. Uh, he's like, Oh yeah, you gotta bring him in some more. He's like, Oh, Danny, uh, we got to save some dirt for the rest of us, of everyone. (laughs) That's so bad. It's almost good. Uh, so Mr. Ernest says he has a new duty roster and it will be posted outside his office, but he doesn't know where it is and can they take him to it? And now we are with, uh, buddy. He talks to his dog, uh, Cassie. I remember this was like an ongoing thing in the show. Uh, Melody attempts to make friends with a buddy. Um, Ted shows up and tells Brad to hold a rope because he's going to ride Rocket, the wild horse. Uh, She's against it, but grabs the rope anyway. And Ted once again falls into the water trough. I bet you just yeah, like her and Buddy, Melody and Buddy do a thing where they are holding the rope and then they let go of it, releasing the tension, and Ted falls in the trough again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if only there was a laugh track there to tell me when to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Danny shows up and Ted says he wants to ride Rocket and says that Melody is going to help and he needs uh, help from Danny to keep him from getting hurt, which uh, is a very psychopathic thing. To, he's basically goading his friend into helping him to keep him from getting hurt. Uh, right, right. He's like, if you don't help me with this uh, thing, I might die. Yeah, how are you going to live with yourself, Danny? You might just disappear from the public eye, and then people will just have to wonder <laughs> what happened to you after that. Uh, so Mr. Ernest shows up and mentions that his clothes, that Ted's clothes are now wet, and Ted says he's still breaking in those clothes. And um, then <laughs> Mr. Ernest wants to hire Ted to break in his clothes, too. Uh, which, I don't know. I guess is a if you were going to put a cap on the end of this running gag, I guess this, is, this would be the way to do it. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, again, I, didn't, I just didn't think the whole like breaking no. in clothes thing was like very no. funny. It but... feels like... I, I first draft jokes basically. Yeah, I do appreciate that they like, you know, had running uh, jokes mm. though throughout it. I mean, I, I think they've got the right ideas, you know, maybe just uh, the actual dialogue itself and execution uh, just isn't quite where it needs to be. Agreed. Agreed. So Ted attempts to ride rockets as the rest of the ranchers look on. Ted gets on, but Rocket kicks him off into the mud. Ted says a real rider takes chances. And then Brad ends up getting on Rocket. No problem. In slow motion. Call back to last week's episode of Mutant X, where way too much slow motion was used. Uh, I I don't think I'm ever going (laughs) to not forget about Mutant X whenever I see slow motion. Um, So... Brad then says that she's the new riding instructor. Uh, Ooh, what a twist. Ted then pulls her into the mud. Lucy shows up and says that they were all warned and uh, she's got a special project for all of them. 
uh, any comments on um, on our big climax here? Um, I, I thought it was interesting that, and I don't know, maybe she had experience before with the horses, but it really is Brad getting on the horse. And, I mean, it doesn't really do much throughout the slow motion sequence, but at the very beginning of it, it does, uh, like, you know, get up on its hind legs and kind of jump around a bit with her mm -hmm. on it. Um, so I was pretty surprised about that. But, uh, but you know, she's not a kid at this point. I'm pretty sure that she's of age. You know how I'm sure, Steve? <laughs> because you watched that movie she was in? <laughs> I, I Danger Zone 4 is available on Internet Archive, and I a little bit playing here in the background. And let's just say... Uh, I saw a lot more of Brad than I ever thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> now that's research that you'll never find on any other uh, podcast slash YouTube that's show. Right. Forget Secret Galaxy. <laughs> They're not watching Danger yeah, Zone I mean, 4. I mean, she's just, she, she and it seems like every other woman in that movie uh, is just topless at one point oh, or another is well, all it is. How about that? Well, there's no actual uh, sex scenes. I or see. A uh, good old good. Despite despite that being their weapon. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. So uh, cut to um, they are then uh, they're cleaning out the barn or the stables basically. They being uh, Brad, Danny, uh, Mel, and um, uh, Ted. And um, basically, they're just chatting or whatever. And then Brad and Danny and Mel squirt Ted with the water hoses. Um, cut to Mr. Ernest is massaging his feet. Uh, and then he asks Danny if it would be okay if he could use some sort of horse medicine on him, on his feet. Danny tries to warn yeah. him, but he goes ahead and does it anyway. And then the medicine burns him. And then that is the end of uh, episode one of um, of Hey Dude. I don't know. Better watch out for that crazy horse medicine, Mr. Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, any comments about those last two scenes? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, again, it was fine. Uh, it definitely felt like, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, like a lot, the, the comedy parts felt first draft stuff level stuff uh the characterizations and those kind of things did feel pretty solid though. yes uh i definitely agree uh, with that um before we jump into the verdict i do have a little bit of a trivia here and uh hey dude was actually filmed on location at a real dude ranch called the Tinque Verde Guest Ranch outside of Tucson, Arizona. However, they actually uh, built uh, other sets, like sort of off to the side, so it wouldn't uh, interfere with the guests. And mm. apparently, if you go to uh, said guest ranch, you can actually still find the decaying remains of the Hey Dude set. Uh, so, uh, Take a save decay remains of Joe uh, Torres. <laughs> and yes, the ghost of Joe Torres is said to haunt said Maybe remains. he never he left. <laughs> Maybe he's still there. Wow, how Lynchian. I, I like the sound of that. Um, this is, uh, is going to make for a fun TikTok uh, for sure. But uh, I don't know about <laughs> you, man, but I'm thinking road trip. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I thought I had more than that. But uh, oh, also the... The show was canceled when Nickelodeon decided they wanted to move all of their um, production to Orlando. 
Um, and they couldn't justify the production costs of filming in Arizona. So uh, that is yep. why Hey Dude was canceled. All right. And let's... I, uh, I also have a little bit of trivia. <laughs> is it about um, Danger so... Zone 4? <laughs> uh, no, I... <laughs> We don't want to get kicked off YouTube, but um, so Ted, uh, the actor that plays Ted was not the original Ted. In fact, they had to reshoot the pilot because they shot it with another Ted Mm -hmm. first. And uh, according to Miss Danger Zone 4, (laughs) uh, Miss Brown, she says that like basically that Ted was and I don't it's hard to tell like from this interview that she did if she was referring to. Ted the character or Ted the actual actor. Mm. I think she's talking about the actual actor because she said, I'll I'll have the quote here. Um, We had a different Ted first and then we shot the pilot and then we got picked up and then they decided that Ted was, um, he was a very nice person, but he was harder. He was edgier. He was very edgy, if that's the right word to use. And then I remember meeting David, the the guy who ends up Mm -hmm. playing Ted. Uh, And then I remember meeting David on set and he just oozed niceness and kindness. (laughs) So it seems like she's talking about right. the actor that they had originally for Ted. You know, maybe it sounds like he might have been a bit of an or maybe or he was just too good. Like, did you ever hear that the original Marty McFly was uh, Eric Stoltz? But uh, yeah, yeah, there, there, there's like footage. Yeah, there? but they thought he was too good, so they basically replaced him with um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. It was. I bet it was Eric Stoltz. He was the original Ted. He was too good once again, so they fired him and replaced him with uh, the current Ted, uh, who was just a little bit nicer. So there you go. Niceness trumps talent any day of the week. Uh, Are you ready to render your verdict, sir? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, Ranch Hand uh, Velasquez... (laughs) Do you think that a uh, hey dude should be remembered for all of human history or uh, tossed into the black void of obscurity uh, never to be heard from again? Um, so even though this first episode isn't great, um, I, it's not like terrible either. Uh, you can definitely see that there's like something there. And I, you know, I know we normally just judge what we watch based on the pilot, but I'm very familiar with the series this time. So for me, it should definitely be remembered. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I would say if you want to see it, it's on Paramount Plus. I'm sure it's available in other ways to, as well. But uh, yeah, the, the, the pilot, I feel like this is probably one of the weaker episodes of this series. Uh, yep, I definitely agree with that remark. And I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said that, uh, yeah, the jokes and the comedy are pretty bad. But they do have a good, uh, solid foundation for the characters. Um, yeah, this is not uh, in your face like a uh, salute your shorts or, you know, really sort of funny and wacky like a Saved by the Bell. It almost This almost feels like a, a teen drama or something at times. Um, kind yeah. of. It, it's, it's almost like, like cozy. It's subtle. It's almost, oh, this is what I, how I, it's almost like a, a hangout show it's like you're just hanging out yeah. with uh with these very likable characters um and uh you know if that's what you want to do then uh, hey dude is definitely the show for you uh i wouldn't say i i love or will probably even watch any more <laughs> episodes of hey dude but i i did enjoy it overall so 
it'll be uh, remembered for me. So uh, yes, Hey Dude shall be remembered. In accordance to obscurity now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. All right. Well, I think uh, that was a nice uh, little revisit to the Bar None Ranch. Uh, <laughs> did you have anything else you uh, wanted to add before we sign off? Uh, no, I think um, that uh, will do it. I thought there was something else I was going to say about the show, but eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, did anything uh, about you personally that you want to? <laughs> mentioned that you were uh secretly the um the co-stars of danger i was gonna say danger room danger zone one um, through three i'm actually joe Torres. oh whoa, whoa <laughs> what a revelation i knew it i knew it oh wow wait till i tell andy <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i guess uh that is our show um i've got pages coming in for escape to earth three and i guess i'm gonna be going to WonderCon uh, at the end of this month um so as a guest not as a uh, as a vendor but um I'm, I'm gonna walk around with a shirt and it says ask me about my comic book and if somebody wants to buy one it's gonna be right there in my backpack yeah nice. yeah all right. Well, uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't. Um, leave us a comment about what you think about Hey Dude. And uh, we will see you uh, next Sunday as we continue to unearth more obscure media. Only on Obscurity Now. See you next time, dude. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now. now.